It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success. Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get said, Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus. Listen now. Can to clear my Can we celebrate Ray Music? Amen. Uh, Ray Music's voice always communicates something. Let's celebrate him. Amen. Hallelujah. People usually sing their best when they are they, they, they are breaking up in relationships. But I'm not sure that's his case. Uh, can we celebrate him once again? Yeah. Amen. And I came with Apostle Officer Samuel. Hallelujah. Yeah. God bless you, sir, for coming around once again. This is a prayer meeting, experiencing financial freedom today. Today, I want us to pray. Amen. Yeah, I want us to pray. I've been thinking about some of the great things that the Lord has been doing. And I want us to pray that we see multiplications of that in jesus name amen yeah i want us to pray that god moves us from realms of financial struggles into realms of financial freedom hallelujah right so three things to do to move from financial struggles to financial freedom i'm here to pray Amen. But I just want you to uh, recognize these three things. That uh, you have to see these three things, accept them, and uh, be able to have a proper understanding of them i want us to pray father in jesus name as your word is coming grant us understanding through your word in the name of jesus we call it done amen yeah so uh, just three things i want us to look at this month is our month of money matters so we are looking at everything as it has to do with money on Wednesday, when we met here, we prayed. And we prayed using the keys we studied on Sunday morning about how to make money without money. I said, making use of your ideas, making use of your integrity, making use of your inventions. And I also talked about making use of your intellectual strength. Amen. So on Wednesday, we spent time to pray. And we were praying to God to give us grace for ideas. Give us grace to be the best in school. Give us grace to be people of integrity. And also give us grace to invent. To find practical solutions to the situations of Africa. In particular in the world 
as a whole. So today I want us to look at three things we have to do moving from financial struggles to financial freedom. Number one, you have to accept the reality of where you are. The only way to move from where you are to another place is to accept the reality of where you are. Many people live in denial of the reality. Many people live in denial of the truth. You have to be able to accept where you are. If you cannot accept where you are, there is no way you can go to where you are going to. So accepting where you are does not mean you are saying that is where you will be forever. But it means you are saying that this is the figures that I'm dealing with now. This is what I have now. This is what is in my hand now. This is what is in my account now. This is what is in my business now. You have to be able to accept the reality of where you are. Amen. That is very important because when you are living in the current, even though you must see the future, seeing the future from where you are living now does not mean you are in the future. Okay? So you are in the now and you have to know where you are. How much do I have? What do I have in my hands? What is it that God has given me today? So most people are so embossed at thinking about the future that they don't live in the reality of where they are today. And that is deception. That is deception. The fact that you are dreaming, the fact that you have visions, the fact that you know where you are going does not mean you are there. There's somebody here. The fact that you are going somewhere, you are planning to get somewhere, does not mean you are there. You only get there when you get there. So if you are not there and you are behaving, you are thinking, you are acting as though you are there, it is not a sign of faith. It is a sign of foolishness. Faith means you have the evidence of what you are hoping for. You have it. You have the evidence. What I'm saying is that you are making estimations. You are having imaginations of the future in your mind. So much so that you cannot live in the reality of where you are. For example, the fact that you are in a bus moving from Accra to Kumasi does not mean you have gotten to Kumasi. Some of the mistakes that passengers usually make is how when they receive a call and they are asked, where are you? They say, oh, that's not an answer. Where are you means give me the name of the location where you are. Where are you? I'm at Konongo. Where are you? I'm at Suhum. Where are you? I'm at Insaum. Where are you? I'm at Circle. Now, in all these places I've mentioned, you are still moving to Kumasi, but you have not gotten there. So if you say, where are you? And your answer is, I'm almost at Kumasi because you are at Konongo. And another person 
also received a call. Where are you? He also says, I'm almost at Kumasi and he's at Tech Junction. Which one of you is almost at Kumasi? So your inability to give the right assessment of where you are makes a fool out of the whole journey. You have to be able to answer this question. Where am I currently in terms of my finances? Very important. So that you don't live in oblivion of the reality. And that is not the definition of faith. I said faith is assurance and evidence. Ah, If you are not there yet, what you have to know is where you are. In the Garden of Eden, the first question that God asked Adam was, where are you? In fact, the first question in the whole Bible is, where are you? That's it. That means the question of where you are is very important. So, where am I financially? Where am I in my business? Where am I right now with money matters? Where am I? You don't have an answer to that question. It only means you are not taking proper inventory of your life. Yeah. You are not taking proper inventory of your life. You are not taking proper assessment of your life. So, where are you? Look at Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14, verse 16 and 17. But Jesus said unto them, They need not depart, give ye them to eat. And they said unto him, We have here five loaves and two fishes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, the apostles knew what they had. They did not say, We have some bread and some fishes. They say we have five loaves and we have two fish. They knew exactly what they had. For example, how much money do you have in all your accounts combined? If you don't know it, you, you are not a serious person. That's all. Every month you must reconcile all your account to see if you don't know what you have now, how do you know when you get there? How do you know when you suddenly get to where you are believing God for? How far are you from where you are now to where you want to get to? You must know the figures. You must know the figures. In the same way, when it comes to academics, you ask people, what is your current average? They don't know. How will you get to first class? And when you get to first class, how will you know you have gotten there? What is your current CWA? Or what is your current GPA? Say, ah, the last time I thought I checked, I thought it was. You don't know where you are. So how will you get to where you are going? It's a problem. So anybody who is believing God for financial freedom, financial blessing, must first of all know and accept the reality of where the person is right now. Amen? Yesterday I listened to a message by Pastor Chris Oyekilom and he said, don't deceive yourself. There is nothing like middle income earners. He said, the world is divided to two. The rich and the poor, they have and they have not. 
if you are not part of the haves, you are part of the have-nots. And he said, anybody who calls himself a middle-income earner is only a poor person who has decorated himself with nice clothes. My mind just shifted. I said, ah, then we are poor. Thinking we are middle-income, there is nothing like that. He said, the world is divided into have and have-nots rich and poor up and down there is no middle belt no middle belt wow the whites are deceiving us wow and they said unto him we have here but five loaves and two fishes they knew exactly the number of bread they had loaves they had and the exact number of fishes they had now we are in a new month. We are almost in the middle of a new month. May. Have you reconciled your accounts for last month? Where are you? It's a prayer meeting, so let me just move on. Number two, after you admit where you are, number two, you should assess the possibilities of a better tomorrow. You assess the possibilities of a better tomorrow. Assess A-S-S-E-S-S, not A-C-C-E-S-S. You assess, you evaluate. When I look at what I have now, how can I get to where I want to get to? Financial freedom is real. Financial freedom is practical. People have experienced it. And it is not just on the platform of prayer. But first of all, it is on the platform of thinking. 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 So, apart from we meeting together to pray, we have to also open our eyes and watch the numbers. Is somebody here with me? So, number two, you have to assess what you have now and how it can create what you are looking for. For example... If at the end of the month, I have seen that the, all the monies I have together in my account is, let's say, 1,000 Ghana CD, but I'm looking for 5,000 Ghana CD, I have to ask myself, how will I move from 1,000 Ghana CD to 5,000 Ghana CD? Or how will this 1,000 Ghana CD give birth to the 5,000 Ghana CD I'm looking for? How? That's the question. How can I multiply my thousand ghana cd to get the five thousand ghana cd remember amongst the many other things i talked about uh last two weeks sunday morning was the fact that under 10 laws of money was the fact that we must have clearly written down money goals you remember that so what i have today how much do I need to add to what I have today to get what I'm looking for? So if I have 1,000 Ghana CD, I'm investing in a business and I'm looking for 5,000 Ghana CD, I must know exactly how much I need to add. That means you are assessing the situation in the right areas. How much do I have? How much do I need to add? That's why we went to school to learn mathematics. 
not to pass exams, but to think with figures. To think with figures. What do I have today? How much am I looking for? What is the difference? You assess the situation in all its right areas. You assess the situation. You assess the situation. You assess the situation. The moment you begin to look at the situation carefully, you will now begin to see what can be done to produce the results that you are looking for. These are not just motivational speeches. They are applied and they have had results. They have been applied by people and others have seen the results out of it. So, you have to develop the culture of evaluating carefully what you have. Look at the book of Exodus. Very powerful thing the Lord told Moses. Exodus chapter 4. Verse 17. Exodus chapter 4 verse 17. And thou shalt take this rod in thy hand, wherewith thou shalt do signs. Amen. Thou shalt take this rod in thy hand, wherewith thou shalt do signs. In verse 3, the Lord asked Moses, in Exodus chapter 4 verse 3, the Lord asked him that, what is it that you have in your hand? And Moses said, a rod. The Lord said, put the rod down. And suddenly the rod turned into a snake. And the Lord said, pick it up. And he picked it by the tail. And it turned back into a rod. After their whole conversation, the Lord said, I am going to give you something that you are going to use for signs and wonders. Moses asked the Lord, what is it that you are going to give him? The Lord said, what I am going to give you is already in your hand. What you are looking for is already in your hand. And what you have in your hand is what will produce all the signs and wonders you are believing God for. That is why the law of recognition is very important. What I have in my hand today will create the future I want to see tomorrow. So, I have to assess rightly what I have in my hand today, the possibilities of how it will create the future tomorrow. So many people are looking into tomorrow without connecting what they have today to the tomorrow they are looking into. But it is what you have in your hand today that God will use to produce the future tomorrow. Joseph had the ability to dream and the ability to interpret dreams. The Lord used that in the future. Esther was beautiful. The Lord used that. Samson was born with strength. The Lord used that. What you have is what God will use. God cannot use what you do not have. He will only use what you have. So, if you have 1,000 Ghana City, you are believing God for 10,000 Ghana City. The right question is that, how do I use the 1,000 Ghana CD I have to produce the resource of the 10,000 Ghana CD I am looking for? 
Very important question. Now, when the Lord Jesus has received the five loaves of bread and the two fishes, he did not complain. When you see people who complain, they are doubtful people. I hate to be in meetings where people complain. It's one of the things I have the personal hatred for, people who complain. No. I don't sit in meetings like that. I don't listen to complaints. That's why my ears only hear solutions. In a typical leadership style, like what I use, when I give you an assignment and you are bringing in your suggestions, whatever, I don't, don't add complaints to it. No. Complaints has a way of dampening my spirit and making the atmosphere too heavy for thinking to be applied. And yet so many people, all that they do is to complain. You dampen your own spirit about the business you want to do. How will it survive? When Jesus received five loaves of bread and two pieces, he did not complain. He didn't say, ah, look at few uh, bread and pieces. Many people, how can it be done? It can't be done. Why well, see? They are mocking me. He didn't complain. There are so many people that God has given you powerful gifts. Instead of you to look into the gifts, the asset, the money he has given you, and to assess the possibility of a better future, you are complaining about what he has given you. And nobody goes anywhere complaining. The Bible said concerning all the children of Israel who complained in the wilderness, that God killed all of them in the wilderness because they complained. May you not die before your time out of complaining. So learn how to assess what you have rather than complaining. Rather than remembering. Rather than, you know, some people are just naturally negative. All their conversation is negative. You have to see how God can bring you out from where you are to the next place. Yeah. Now, if you do not see it, you may even have 70% of what you need and you still complain. You may even have 95% of what you need and you still complain. When another person who has just 20% is assessing rightly how to turn the 20% into 100%. So the Lord Jesus did not complain. How do you feed 5,000 men, 10,000 women, and 15,000 children all together? What is 30,000 people with five bread and two fishes? The natural man will complain. And the natural African man will even be better. You see how sometimes when people have responsibilities to take and they realize they don't have enough money, how it changes their look and their face. Without anybody talking to them, they change. Because they like complaining too much. Do you know something I've studied about life? If you start to think positively and you are talking positively, somehow you see the answer. Somehow. Somehow. Through your own talking, the answer will come. Somehow. But if you are negative, you kill everything before it starts. Numbers 14, 28. Stop complaining. It will destroy what you are looking for. 
ah, this business, I've done it for two months. I don't see anything. Should I even continue? All these things. Is it business? That's what you are saying about your own business. What will another person say about your business? Numbers 14, 28. Very dangerous scripture. Numbers chapter 14, verse 28. Say unto them, I say unto you, as truly as I live, say the Lord, as you have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. God will do to you what you are speaking. So keep complaining. He will destroy the business before it even takes off. By your own complaint. The typical, you see, the typical African man does not even know how to say, I'm proud of you, my son. Or you are doing well, my daughter. No, no, no. The, the spirit is a negative the spirit the typical spirit of an African is to only spot what is wrong and never what is right yeah so when people are giving things instead of them to see how this thing can turn everything around they begin to see what they don't have but what do you have what do you have? Don't look at what you don't have. It is what you have that will create all that you are looking for. What do you have? Not what you don't have. Ah, God created the heavens and earth with what he had. The word. He spoke, it became. He spoke, it became. He spoke, it became. You must use what you have. What you have, not what you don't have. And sometimes so many people are so worried about what they do not have that they don't see what they have. Mercy. Ask your neighbor, what do you have? Ask your neighbor, what do you have? And ask your neighbor, what are you using it for? Ask your neighbor. So, Joseph had his gift, he used it. Jesus, our Lord, had his gift. He used it. Deborah had her gifts. He used it. Samuel had his own gift. He used it. What do you have? Not what don't you have. What do you have? What do you have? So the moment you begin to assess what you have, I said you begin to ask the question that how can what I have turn into what I'm believing God for? Like Moses, he had just a rod in his hand. God said it is out of this rod that you will have signs and wonders. What you have is enough to create what you are looking for. What God has given you is enough to create what you are looking for. Hey, Jackie Chan, eh? Jackie Chan. They asked him a question at the interview. They said, why are you not worried that they have never listed your movie at the Oscars? You know the Oscars. He said, I don't need the Oscars. <laughs> he said, I will never submit my movies to the Oscars. But one day, the Oscars will be looking for me. It didn't take three years. 
the highest movie award ceremony in the world was now looking for the man to give him five awards he, he didn't go there people submit their things go he didn't go there he knew what he was doing and the power in what he was doing it was enough to create the attention he needed don't fight for attention when you don't you don't know what you have god said when we put the light on you and we say attention sticker this light uh-huh. Uh-huh. you say please take the light away what do you have if you will use what you have all the miracles will come from what you have listen the car you are looking for will come from your gifts the lamps you are looking for will come from your gifts the favor you are looking for will come from your gifts it will come from your ideas everything you are believing god for which is material will come from what he has given you now if you cannot take a proper stock of what you have do you know what you are losing you are losing the ability to receive things because you cannot even see what you have listen to something that elijah told gehazi listen A proper assessment of what you what you have. The typical motivational speeches will just end with say I'm gifted, say I'm talented, and everybody goes home and they are poorer than they came. Not say I'm gifted, I'm talented is enough. I'm gifted, I'm talented. I've written down the gifts. I'm developing the gifts. Uh, see, I'm head and not the tail. Who no make you head? Uh, you have to develop it. Yes. You can as well change your surname to Lamborghini. You won't change anything. It's not just what you say, but you engage what you have been told to engage. Are you using your gifts? Are you using your ideas? Second Kings chapter 5. Verse 26. So assess what you have. Make proper assessment of what you have. And see how what you have can give you what you are looking for. Moses just had a rod. A rod he cut from a normal tree. God said, I'm going to use this rod to provide signs and wonders for you. Did you hear Moses go to the farm to find cassava? Did you hear Moses trying to find cement to build a house? Everything he needed came from that rod. And the rod was in his hand. He didn't know. He didn't know that he was holding the billion dollar asset in his hand. The future we are going to see is connected to the present that we are in. What is future? Future is just one second away from the present. Come on. So there is something in your now that will contribute to where you want to go tomorrow. That's it. That's it. Second Kings 5.26 And he said unto him, When not my heart with thee when the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee, is he a time to receive money and to receive clothes and olive yards and vineyards and sheep and oxen and men servants and maid servants? That's the question. Now, 
when Naaman, the, the guy, the Syrian uh, army officer who came to be healed, was healed, he tried to present these things. And more than that, even to <coughs> Elisha. Bible said, Elisha the prophet refused them. And Gehazi followed Elisha. And he went to Gehazi, Naaman and he said, my master has just received sons that have come to him. And so he says he needs this, he needs that, he needs that. Now, when he took everything and he came back, he came before Elisha. And Elisha said, where did you go? He said, I didn't go anywhere. Now then Elisha said, Am I, did not my heart go with you when you turned again the man from his chariot to meet you? Elisha said, what you were doing there, I was there. I saw everything. That's our prophecy. It can take six years that he's not seeing anything about it. One day God opened his eyes. And then everything you are dying is also come to an end. So, when prophets have not seen what you are doing, it's time to repent. Because the moment they see, judgment has come. Yeah. And this guy had been doing it. It's not his first time. So, the moment Elisha said to him, did not my heart go with you when you told the guy to turn up? Then he said, is it a time to receive money? That means that the anointing has a time to bring money. It was just the wrong time. Elisha was not saying you will not have money. He said, is it the time? As you are still under training, is it the time? When you see a tailor who is learning how to train, does he have the opportunity to show his own clothes to sell them? When you see a mechanic who is understudy, does he have the opportunity to do his own services? When you see a teacher who is teaching students, do the students have the opportunity to teach others as if they are teaching? Is it the time? What do you mean there is going to be another time? There is going to be another time. If this guy is faithful with this season, another time will come. And in that time, he will receive chariot, he will receive money, he will receive oliviers, he will receive vineyards, he will receive sheep and oxen, men servants and men servants and garment. The new time will bring that. Now, what he meant was that it was Elisha's time to receive all these things. Yet he said, just take it away. I don't need them. What did Elisha have? All he had was the mantle of Elijah. And that was alone to give him garments and olive yards and lands and servants and riches. Come on. Everything you have is enough to create what you are looking for. It's enough. That is why when you are a confident person, you are not perturbed about what others carry. What others carry, how will it change your life? <laughs> you have to chart your own course. You have to chart your own course with what you have. That is why a proper assessment of your own assets is non-negotiable in the school of financial success. What do I have? And how can what I have create the future I'm looking for? Bishop Oedipo said, when the Lord called him into ministry, the first question he asked himself is that, God, uh, I don't know where your office is, but I need to be paid. Because you say you have called me. The Bible said he appointed the 12 others and the 70, 70 others also. He said, God, you have appointed me. I hear. But where is your office? God says, when you invest spiritually into the people, you see the material return. He said, okay, I 
have now received how I can have that money. Simple. Why should he be poor because God has called him? He has to just understand how to reach out for what he's looking for by what he has in his hands today. Moses, what do you have? It's enough. It's enough. That's why envy is a waste of time. You rather have to sit down and look at what you have to create what you are, you are, you are believing God for. That's it. Everybody is going to trade with what he has. Everybody is going to trade with what she has. You, if you use uh, somebody's name to write exams, the marks doesn't come in your name. Use what you have. Use what you have. Use what you have. Number three, finally, appreciate God for what he has given you. You want to see financial multiplication? Appreciate God for what he has given you. Many people are ungrateful for where they are. Very ungrateful. Very ungrateful. Appreciate God. Appreciate God. You want to see God multiplying what you have? Give him thanks for what he has given you. Give him thanks for what he has given you. Give him thanks for what he has given you. When was the last time you just entered into prayer to thank God. Thanking God is not the introduction of a prayer. Thanking God is a prayer. You see how typical Christians don't know how to thank God. Oh, Father, I thank you. I thank you. As I have come before you, Lord, I came with my request. You have just moved from Thanksgiving. When was the last time you spent time thanking God? There are times where you are thinking so much about where you could have been and where you could have gotten to that you don't see where God has taken you from. Be thankful. All forgetful people are ungrateful people. So remember where you were. Now, one of the things you must remember is how some of the things you had today were prayer points in the past. Be thankful. There were times where you were praying to God for what you have today. Be thankful. Be thankful. Be thankful. Oh God, I pray that you give me a man who will teach me your word. Be thankful. He has given you one. I pray you will send me a prophet who will speak to me concerning my life. Be thankful. There are many years ago, there were things that you were not clear about, but suddenly in your new dispensation, you are clear. Be thankful. You know, I realize how people who are married discuss issues when other people are going to get married. For example, if I'm going to get married and I speak to a married person, the person's reaction is different. But he says, wow, awesome. God bless you. It will work. We are there for you. Anything you need. We are. That's how people who are married talks. 
about somebody who's about to marry. When you meet somebody who is in a relationship and you tell a person, I'm about to marry, you say, Oh, okay. Hey, you are like you. Hmm. Okay. I won't work out. Same conversation. When you meet somebody who is single and you tell the person you are about to marry, you say, Hey, sir, CCA, Osuperware. Same discussion. Different ideas. Some are so ungrateful that they are alive. They are people forgotten they are alive to hear that news. Be thankful for where you are. That's it. That's how you move up. You move up by being thankful for where you are. And will everybody marry at the same time? Will you die out of that? Come on. Recently, I was speaking to a lady. She said, I wish I was married and by now because my age, I'm almost whatever age and I don't like it and I wish I was married. And she was talking, she was talking. Then both of us knew somebody and I said, do you know this lady, your friend, that and that, my friend. He said, yes. Say, she's married though. He said, oh yes, I know she's married. I said, do you know what is happening in her marriage? She said, what is happening? I opened first chapter, second chapter, third chapter. He said, hey, I thank God I'm not married. He said, hey, the same person who said I wish I was married two seconds ago, not thanking God. Listen. Uti pum puma. Ubi di. Ebi ane eko ubi nkwain. Uti subi wo. Pum. 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 Ma ye mounsi sewo. Nere no ye oho. Ebi a kobi nkwain pa anu waye. Kobi no di a ye nkwain. Uti pum pum puma. Osu fa o mo adie. Osu fa o manke. Osu fa o banche. Na osu wobi na di wadie. Because you don't know what's happening there. That makes you look so attractive. When it is not. And the grass always looks greener from where you are standing. Mm. Mm. If you knew what people are going through for what they have, you will be thankful that you are not even there now. Yesterday I had a meeting with a lady. I told her that I wish I was married three years ago. But I said, I wish I'm not married today. And I said, I wish I will not marry today. She said, explain. I explained it to her. She said, ah. Listen, when you are young, you are stupid. When God adds one year to your age, you don't know how much experience you receive in one year. How much wisdom you experience in one year. That will turn everything around for you. One year. Ah. If in one year you have dated eight people, do you know what it means? You have experience of eight kind of personalities. Praise Jesus. Yeah. So when the ninth person is coming, you say, hey, this ninth person is like number six. This twelfth person is like number five. You can even draw tabular representation, graphical representation. You can have a graph out of them. And you know that they have dx over dy. I can see it. Thank God for where you are today. You see your bank account, the balance is 500 Ghana CD. Thank God for where you are today. Don't be ungrateful. Don't be ungrateful. Don't try to look for God to press his neck. Oh, he has helped you. Thank God. God, I keep saying, is the one who is making our lives better. Thank him. Thank him. Nobody moves up with ungratefulness. Thank him. And make it a conscious part of your life. 
All the things we are believing God for, we have not seen them. But God has brought us somewhere. Praise Jesus. He has taken us from certain places to other places. Yes. Yes. See, somebody's problem is that nobody has put ring on my hand. Somebody doesn't have a hand. He. Thank God. Thank God that you have a hand. Glad that somebody is going to be. Somebody does not have a hand. Somebody was asked 10 years ago, do you want short sleeves or long sleeves? She said, no sleeve. Then they cut from here. That's it. And your problem is that, is this my hand? It's still there. No ring. Whether it's gold or, uh, or diamond or mixer, it has not come. Listen. There's another person. When they give her a ring, they have to push it to her nose and clip it in the nose because there's no hand to fit it down. You have to thank God that you have a hand that you are waiting for a ring. God has given you a small business. It's on the table. You have started something small. You, are, you have a client base of 20 people, 30 people. Sometimes they buy. Sometimes they don't buy. And that's normal. Well, should we eat your food every day? Do you eat one food every day? So why do you expect people to buy from you all the time? Huh? Why does your attitude change when somebody decides not to buy from you and buy from Adam? It's normal. All oh, the shirts we have, is it the same colors? Did we buy from the same place? Why do people make fight out of reality and just facts? Come on. But you have to be thankful that God, I have 10 clients who are with me. I thank you. As I thank you for 10, I know you multiply it to 100. Now, you are fighting God with the 10. Ah, you realize I three. Now, God is saying that how thankful have you been for what I've given you? How thankful? How thankful? Remember where you were. Remember that you had a business today that many years ago it was a prayer topic. Be thankful. Be thankful. If you are not thankful, if you are not grateful, you will never enjoy your food. You will never enjoy it. It does not matter the meat and the chicken and the salad and the sausage. As long as you are ungrateful, you don't have appetite for joy. Be thankful. Be thankful. And don't be chained with God. Huh? Ah. I dechainize everybody here in the name of Jesus. That means I'm the chain is out. Eh? That's dechainize. Yeah. Ah. You come to the house of God. Time for praise and adoration. That's time for you to dance and be happy and be joyful. Father, as I dance, I'm thanking you for where you took me from. Yes. I know there are places I have to go. I know there are things I'm believing you for, but I thank you that I'm not where I used to be. God said, ah, David is dancing naked before my ark. Somebody said, why are you dancing like that? God said, because you touched my servant by speaking about his dancing, you will never have a child in your life. Be careful. Be thankful. Thankfulness maps to fruitfulness. Be thankful. Look at the scripture. The Bible said, when Jesus gave thanks. Look at it. Look at it. Matthew 14 verse 19. You are believing God for financial freedom. Become thankful. Hallelujah. Become thankful. You check your account. You don't have the money you are looking for. 
thank God that you are alive. Thank God that a bank can even send you a message and tell you that your money is not enough. One day I was there when a the bank sent me a message. They said, my account, I've not put anything in it for a long while. So it's not active. So when I want to make it, I should come to their bank. I told the guy that he was active, but I didn't come there. <laughs> now that I see that, I said, I will never come there. So what should we do? They said, ah, you know what to do. Do what you have to do. You're asking, am I your boss? Nonsense. Master, the money is not inside. But I have to be thankful. Father, I thank you that at least you have sent money through this one before. Are you fighting God? Demons are fighting you. Witches are fighting you. Curses are fighting you. Inferiority is fighting you. You are also adding God to the people who are fighting you. Will you win? Be on God's side. That I thank you, God, for where I am today. I praise you. One day you will look at your account and it's 10,000 Ghana CD balance. Another day you will look at the 50,000 Ghana CD balance. Another day 100,000 Ghana CD balance. Another day 150,000 Ghana CD balance. Then suddenly you are now seeing $85,000. $100,000. But thank God today. <laughs> That's how you get there. That's how you get there. Don't make your work, your work with God a, a pathetic one for yourself. You don't have faith. I'm joyful. I'm glad. I'm happy. I'm blessed. It will translate into riches. I'm blessed. And I thank God. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and took the five loaves and the two pieces. And this, our young generation, we are really not thankful. Eh? Yeah, we are really, really not thankful. Sometimes, eh, some of my sons and daughters come to me and they complain about something that I'm so surprised that it's a complaint. Yeah. Mama, when I went to work today, they said we should find 40 new clients. I found 35 and they are talking plenty. It's frustrating me. I want to stop. <laughs> Some people did business a whole year. <laughs> they had three customers. You had 35 in a day. People don't understand. You see how our parents, eh, when you give them small money, they say thank you in a way you don't understand. And you see how when the same money is given to you, you don't know how to say thank you. Recently, there was one guy of, who came to church. He had a, a problem, financial problem. So I talked to my son. I said, Master, uh, I'm giving you the money, full money. Go and negotiate. We'll get everything he needs. So I gave the money to him. But I remember how when I gave the money to my son, the guy did not say thank you. Young boy. So I was there, I was thinking about it. I listened to one message from my father in the ministry and I called myself. I said, hey, don't buy the things again. Bring the money. I will give it to other people who will say thank you. Yes. So I told you, don't buy them. Is the money here? Yes, we'll gi I'll give it to another person. My money. Oh. My own money. Ah. So I was surprised. I was shocked. 
and I was surprised. So that is called shock priced. It's the shock, and the, it's a shock priced in this thing. The guy couldn't say thank you. I was so surprised and shocked. And I said, it's called what? Shock priced. So I listened to a message by my father. I listened to it. Then I said, hey, my son, have you bought the things? He said, no, Papa. I said, don't buy it. Bring the money. I will give it to other people who say thank you. So you see, as I've said, when we close, people will come and say, Papa, thank you. Thank you for all the things you have done. <laughs> fake people with fake tactics. Fake people. Fake tactics. Papa, thank you for being a man. And thank you for speaking with your mouth. And thank you for walking with your legs. And thank you for walking forward. And thank you for having hair on your head. But how did we get here with a lot of ungratefulness in our hearts? Is serious, so? There are things that surprises me. Listen. listen. Anytime somebody is celebrating a birthday, you see that Sandra say, Oh, th this wine is from Papa. Please take it. I have never bought that wine before. She's the one who is buying it with her money every time. That's the truth. When people come to you and say, Papa, Sandra say, Thank you for the wine. I said, oh, I didn't buy it too. I said, well, Then they laugh. Maybe they think I'm joking. No. Every wine that you have drank because of your birthday, I didn't buy it. No, no, no. She will come. She said, Oh, Papa said, Take this. Meanwhile, it's not me, it's her. But I realized how, when it was her birthday, how nobody gave her a gift. I told her, I said, Number one, stop buying things for people at their birthday so that you don't expect anything. That's number one. Let's start from there. Then, number two, I started asking her, that, What about this person? What about that person? I said, They say all of them. Now, it was somebody outside this church. Um, um, Eunice. Your friend Eunice. She's the only person who called her, I appreciate whatever, thank you, whatever, and sent her a gift. And Zenobia. They are the only two people. So I started asking questions. What about Nanama? What about me? What, you see, where is God doing? When we went to see my father at the hall, he mentioned the name of some people. Do you remember? He mentioned uh, Jennifer. He mentioned me. Then he mentioned who else? Then he mentioned Anama. Why will my biological father mention these names? Is Nanama there? I said, Nanama, but you're... what about me? Possibly then when my father called me with a new destiny. Then he mentioned Jennifer. How is Jennifer? I said, that they are. My biological father even knows these ones. So I started asking, what about Edmund? He says, sir. I said, hmm. Stop buying things for people. Stop. It will, it will help you. And you see how people have, we have close people have gone to help. People have gone to Vortic. Drink Vortic for your birthday. Listen, people are naturally ungrateful. Don't become like that. Remember, rem don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. 
This is why sometimes pastors give up on the church members. But you are not the one who called me. Why should I give up? And nobody sent me a message to apologize. I don't like that. I, I hate that thing. Raymond, I've told you. And I, I've told all of you. I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm a very frank, straightforward, fair person. I don't like that. I don't like you to use a message to manipulate my emotions. Because me, I'm a free person. I don't like that. You know. Yeah. But the message is that be thankful. Appreciate God for what he has done for you. Be thankful. And if you are going to be thankful, it will be seen by how you treasure what you have today. Oh, wow. I value this that God has given me. Don't always look out for what you don't have. It will kill you. It will kill you. I appreciate God. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and he took the five loaves and the two fishes. I'm sure if it was you, you would complain. And looking up to heaven, he blessed and break and gave. He blessed the bread. He looked up to heaven. <laughs> now, if it was you that typically you receive five loaves of bread, three, two for 5,000 men, 10,000 women, 15,000 uh, uh, children, what will you do? When you look up to heaven, what will you say? Say, oh, there we are in here. My fairy amount. Also, him. Bible said, when he took the bread, he lifted it and he gave thanks. He blessed God for the small. Ah, by the time he came down, it has become plenty. You thank God for what he has given you today. He will multiply it. I celebrate God for the ideas he has given me. I celebrate God for the gifts he has given me. I celebrate God for the anointing he has given me. What I don't have, I don't like. And what I don't have, it doesn't interest me. God will build my life with what I have. Come on. I should be thankful. I should be thankful. I should be thankful. Recently, I heard a lady saying, I'm going to buy drugs to drink so that my bottles will become larger. I said, hey. I said, God is not wise. He said, why are you saying that? I said, that's the meaning. God should have given you the size you wanted. Then after I, I got to her again, I said, what if you take one double at one side and you forget to balance it at the other side? Because this drug, you see, when you take one, one left, one right, one left, one right, different colors. What if you take two right? <laughs> hey, you know what you look like. Your bottles will look like train. This one will be here. How will you move? I said, please stop. You have to be thankful. Even bottles, people are not grateful. What is this? People don't like their height. They don't like their face. They don't like how they look. They don't like how they talk. They don't like everything. They don't like how they smile. God has created, I mean, it's, you are a mistake. According to your own thinking. If God gave me this shape and added to this face and gave me this body and I had this one's mind. We are telling God that he is stupid. 
Be thankful. God, I'm not beautiful. I thank you. I look like ghost. <laughs> it's okay. Be thankful, praise Jesus. When I smile, everybody's right now, but I like it. It's a way of <laughs> sacking my uh, uh, landlord. It's okay. Every wicked thing that he has given you, you use it for something. <laughs> I'm short. I think I, if I was taller, I would have like, as you are short, when we are cutting people's head, they won't find your head. Your head will not be among the average. They, they will chop everybody's head. You are still there. You are short. They didn't locate you. Everything you have that you think is not good, God has a reason for giving it to you. And you, are you the right person to define what is good and bad? Even Pastor Adeboye, as mighty as he is, his son has died. His son slept, was not sick, and died. Pastor Dari Adeboye, he died. 47 or so, he died. Pastor Adeboye, you do pray like Pastor Adeboye. I didn't say you are also going to die. I'm just telling you that. Be thankful for what he has done in your life. Be thankful for your account. Be thankful for your business. When you look at a big business and you compare it to your own, you say, hey, this one, crazy a business. I say it's a business, but I don't like it. Somebody wants what you are looking for. In the course of the week, I went uh, to somewhere. Now, as I was coming... I was holding, I had bought uh, bottled water. After drinking it, I squeezed the bottle because I was thinking about so many things I have to do and I saw how I couldn't do everything at the same time. So I squeezed the bottle out of anger. My own bottle. I squeezed it like that and I was still working. A guy came to me and said, sir, please, can I get your bottle? I said, why? He said, I'm pouring fuel in it to fill my tank. As I was giving the bottle to my hand was shaking. I said, God, you are speaking to me. As angry as I was with what I thought was waste, it was somebody's asset. I should be thankful that I've actually drank water. That somebody's looking for bottle. And I'm here squeezing my own. God has a way of speaking to you. If you will hear him, Father, I don't have the money I'm looking for, but I thank you for where I am. I'm believing you for more, but I thank you for what I am today. Is there a powerful message? I want us to pray right now. Begin to pray and thank God for the message. Thank God for the message. Experiencing financial freedom today. Be ready to admit where you are. Assess where you are and appreciate God for what he has given you. Thank God for the word. Father, I thank you for the word. I thank you for the word. I thank you for the word. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Isaiah chapter 61, let us pray now. Isaiah chapter 61. But is it a powerful word? Yeah. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, 
and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Amen. We are praying. I'm anointing everybody today. Father, by reason of the anointing, let every boundaries ahead of me concerning my finances be broken in the name of Jesus. Isaiah 61 said, when the anointing comes, what is binding people will be broken. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good tidings unto the meek and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. My finances shall not be bound in the name of Jesus. My finances shall not be bound in the name of Jesus. I'm speaking prophetically to somebody now. My finances shall not be bound in the name of Jesus. My own finances shall not be bound in the name of Jesus. That's the prayer we are praying. And I'm anointing everybody as I clap my hands and as I pray. Let every satanic boundary placed upon my finances be broken. Now look at me. Some of you, those of you who take assessment of the monies you have, you may always be seeing yourself hitting, let's say, 1,800 a month or 2,000 a month. But if you pray this prayer strongly, you'll be surprised how you suddenly increase what you have monthly. Do you know what will happen? God can give you one idea to multiply what you have. That means a boundary is broken. Yes. Every month, the money that come to my hands is different. And it always keeps increasing. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And I'm praying, oh. <laughs> you don't know, Tia. And I'm believing God. Father, as I pray, let this anointing speak for me. Let every financial boundary upon my life be broken by the anointing. In the name of Jesus, break it for me, break it for me, break it for me, break it for me. You see yourself moving suddenly from 1,000 to 2,000 in the name of Jesus. From 2,000 to 5,000 in the name of Jesus. From 10,000 to 20,000 in the name of Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say, my father, my father. As I clap my hands and as I pray. Say, oh God, through the blood of Jesus. Let every boundary concerning my finances be broken right now. Say as I pray in the name of Jesus. I declare the breaking down of every boundary. Say every boundary concerning my finances is breaking down. Say right now in the name of Jesus. Say from today, I will not be limited in my finances. Say from today, I will not be limited in my finances. Say from today, I will not be limited in my finances. Say in the name of Jesus, I enter into a new realm of abundance. Say I enter into a new realm of provision. Say I enter into a new realm of freedom in Jesus' name. Clap your hands and pray. I'll be anointing everybody as you pray. As I clap my hands, and as I pray, let there be the release of the anointing. I am taking level in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word, accept it, adjust to it, and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, 
podcast and YouTube via the handle Prophet Ohinibe Queen. You can also meet him live at the Mountain of Results Auditorium, Dansuman Market Complex, Accra, Ghana. Stay blessed. Don't clear my head.